0: Welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I created the show with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. Together we can all make a difference, and it starts with love. Love from the Hip. According to the dictionary, relationship is defined as a connection, association, or involvement, a connection between persons by blood or marriage, an emotional or connection between people, and or sexual involvement or affair. Of course, one does not need to be in love in order for it to be a relationship, but is there a difference between being in love and being in a relationship? Well, for starters, love is unconditional. Being in a relationship is not. The honeymoon phase of any new relationship depicts this with the I am in love statement, where everything the person does, which when done by others who would normally annoy you, is instead rather endearing or cute. Once a relationship evolves, it becomes more structured, and all experiences, traditions, and knowledge not only come to be shared, but also evolve into the foundation of support for the needs of the other person. And how people feel about the relationship is based on their perceptions of the kind of relationship they deserve, the cost and also benefits of the relationship, as well as their chances of having a better relationship with somebody else. Basically, when your essential needs are not being met in a relationship, it turns into a liability and either needs to be terminated or improved. And having love can either fuel the desire to repair it, or it can also be the driving factor to make one end it. Going into any new romantic relationship always poses a risk, but every relationship offers more personal growth and even more insight into the next. After all, as British poet Lord Tennyson said, it is better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. And it is through engaging in relationships and more so allowing yourself to love in these relationships that you are also more apt to change your ways of loving and or ways of attaching. In a relationship. British psychologist John Bowlby's attachment theory offers a lot of insight into the structure of a relationship one will adhere to. A monopatry, as he called it, is a model for one's future relationships and is based on the first relationship you have with your first caregiver. Bowlby supported his theory by conducting the Thieves' study on 88 children, with half being the control group and the other 44 being juvenile delinquents. Based on his findings, he concluded that a relationship with a mother is most crucial to one's socialization in the first five years, after discovering that more than half of the thieves had been separated from their mothers for longer than six months during their first five years. In 1987, American researchers Dr. Cindy Hazen and Dr. Philip Shaver set out to prove Bowlby's theory even further by using what they called the love quiz— to find out how the attachment theory applied to adults. They found that if a couple had a weak attachment, there was not only a lack of intimacy, but also a feeling of inadequacy. In couples where the attachment was too strong, there were issues of codependency. The couples that managed to balance intimacy with independence fared the best. Their conclusions supported Bowlby's attachment theory, And that the most ideal situation seemed to be when the attachment figure serves as a secure base from which one could reach out and explore the world. There are four types of attachment styles seen in adults and children. Secure, avoidant, anxious, and disorganized. Securely attached is the kind of attachment Bowlby stressed was necessary in which adults are more inclined to have a loving relationship with honest communication. Anxiously attached, worry about their relationships, are argumentative, needy, overly sensitive to a partner's behavior, insecure, and desperate. Avoidant attached, prefer autonomy, are emotionally distant for fear of becoming overly dependent and losing their independence. Disorganized or fearfully attached, get overwhelmed easily, have unpredictable moods, are antisocial, and usually suffer from severe depression and or PTSD, In 1973, Canadian psychologist John Lee argued that individuals approached love in different ways and that there are six different types of love. These styles include eros, passionate love, ludus, game-playing love, storge, friendship love, pragma, logical shopping list love, mania, possessive-dependent love, and agape, all-giving selfless love. In 2014, a study was conducted at the Islamic Assad University to investigate the relationship between the attachment styles and the obsessive love style or mania on 306 graduate students ages 25 to 40 with over 50% married at the Uni- University of Nishapur in Iran. The results showed a significant relation between ambivalent insecure attachment styles with obsessive love style. The findings concluded that by assessing attachment styles of people, one can predict their love style and therefore provide the necessary counseling for improving a relationship. Attachment styles and love styles are not permanent. Through one's experiences and interactions with their partner, these styles can change, as well as through one's interaction and relationship with oneself. After all, you cannot expect to have a healthy and or loving relationship with another if you do not have one with yourself first. Today on Love from the Hip, I have the pleasure of having Jeff Kahn on my show. Jeff is a relationship counselor and international motivational speaker. He will share his wisdom on relationships and love with all of you. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, s-u-t-t-e-r.com.
0: Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Estera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Estera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Estera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus, don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let a Estera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at esteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com.
2: The Veil is the line between physical and non-physical realities between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil, an exciting new show every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this engaging and informational jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil, assisting others on their journeys of healing and self-discovery. Drawing from their own experiences, Sakura Sarah and Rory have come to realize how challenging it can be to understand it all. So they will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but in an effort to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering you, the listener, a resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my podcast, Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the great pleasure of having Jeff Kahn on my show. Jeff is a relationship counselor and international motivational speaker. Hey, Jeff, thanks for joining us today.
3: Hey, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, it's it's a pleasure to be with you guys today. Yeah, absolutely. And-
0: <laughs> thank you. And thank you for staying up so Not late.
3: <laughs> oh, no, the time, the time is n- no problem. No problem at all. No, I'm a night owl.
0: Oh, I'm a night owl.
3: Oh, well, a night owl so it's fine. No well, problem.
0: perfect then. So, so Jeff, <laughs> can you tell us how did you come to be a relationship
3: counselor? I have absolutely no idea. Um, <laughs> I've, I've been doing motivational training for for quite a number of years since the age of 20 so i'm 60 now 61 so about 40 years doing training and international uh, you know traveling and training and um i i just i just got involved and and my life happened to me as i went along as well so i learned a few things along the way some not so great some were amazing and some not so great but i, I found i could help people and i understood things because i'd been through quite a bit of a bit of the stuff over my years and in the last five years, um, I found that I've been able to help couples and singles sort of just um, navigate some of the um, things and crises and um, what's going right and what's going wrong. And I've, I've been able to, I just got into it that way. Wonderful. Know, it was, uh, by default.
0: It was meant to be. <laughs>
3: no, it was. Mm-hmm.
0: So do you believe long, healthy relationships can exist?
3: Oh, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. But there's there's so much work involved. Um you, you know, I'd like to add on to that. They can they can exist if if two people put their minds to it and and work at it every single moment of the day. And I know it sounds like hard work and and probably all good things come from hard work, but I think you can have a relationship and it can be healthy. Um, but I think there are a lot of things that that can come in between that. Right. Um, and that's what causes problems. But and I absolutely 100% believe in a healthy relationship can exist. Yes, absolutely.
0: And so what are some of the things that need to be there in order to have a healthy relationship?
3: You know, you know Sakura, one of, the, one of the things that people say, you know, you've got to love the person. Okay. And, and I really believe that, that love is important, but love's not enough. Love, love, is, love must be there, but love is not enough. And, you know, somebody said to me, what is love actually? Mm. um but there's got to be trust there's got to be friendship there's got to be loyalty there's got to be um freedom there's got to be understanding there's got to be eq there's got i can go on and give you a whole (laughs) list but you know it's it there's so many things that a healthy relationship actually needs and i know it sounds complicated but it 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 actually it actually is a little bit complicated if you start (laughs) looking at it yeah
0: yeah (laughs) And so are there things that are different in order to have a healthy relationship versus a healthy marriage? Or are you just tacking on more?
3: A relationship or marriage? I mean, we, we've got two, we two issues here. They're both, they're both relationships. I mean, you can have a relationship with somebody and have an amazing friendship with that person and um as a guy you can be put into the dreaded friend zone <laughs> you know guys don't want to go into the friend zone if they like the girl mm-hmm. um and that's the dreaded place but it's only be a relationship and a marriage is different you know a marriage is, is a commitment and and for some reason some people change when they get married mm-hmm. um it, it's it's quite amazing one piece of paper and all of a sudden it changes, um, and 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 there's an interesting uh, psychology,
0: right? Or people assume that they can change the other person through marriage. Correct? Oh, there's
3: a big mistake. Yeah. yeah there's a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> there's a biggie. Yeah. yeah there's a biggie. I, yeah. Don't try and change somebody. And and you know, guys, if you're dating or whatever, and you're doing something, and you're bringing flowers on a Friday, don't stop doing that. Don't stop doing that for 40 years, 50 years. Mm. Um, don't change, don't change things. And 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 ladies, please don't try and change the guy. If he has um, um, golf on a on a Friday or, or or drinks with his mates on a Friday evening, and you think you're going to change that, there might be a compromise. But don't try and change somebody and take him away from from what he knows and what makes him happy. So I think one of the one of the most amazing things you can speak to your partner or say to your partner in the morning is that how can I make your life better today. And we don't do that enough, you know. Um, it's all about caring. Right. It's all about caring and giving, and giving hundred and eighty percent, not 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 fifty percent, hundred and eighty percent, if that's any if that's possible. Um, I, each one of you have got to really, really try. And how can I make your life better mm-hmm. uh, today? You and, know, and that, and that's that's caring
0: and going at it as if it's a new relationship every day.
3: 100% and that's not very easy no it's not very easy because when, you, especially when you're living with somebody you know you get to know all their things and get to know that they leave stuff lying around and it maybe irritates you and you know all the little things that that you know you get to know somebody really well um and then that that excitement maybe goes um that three month sort of uh honeymoon phase is, fades away and you know, hopefully you're lucky it fades away in a week and you know exactly you can walk away. But uh, sometimes <laughs> it, it can fade later in your life. You know, it can fade 15, 20 years down the line when the kids are left home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, so, there's no, yeah.
0: So I have to ask you, um, just because of our recent, cur- our current event now with Melinda and Bill Gates um, separating and yeah. getting a divorce. Yeah. Why do you think yeah. gray divorces are becoming more popular
4: Oh,
3: you know, I, I, one of the one of the reasons, Kira, I think, is that middle age has moved. You know, back in the you know, before middle age was like 40, 42, mm. 45, middle age. But now now we people are living longer and and middle age is now has now got to 60 or 55, 60. That's now middle age. Um, and I think media's got a lot to do with it. I think um, the hype on media. I think the things that are available. I think the travelling, the um, what you're exposed to. Um, I think that's got a lot to do with it. And I, I think people are becoming more, more independent um, and and making decisions. Um, I feel sorry sometimes for for these grey grey divorces because what normally gets left behind is mum, who's looked after the kids all these years, and and hasn't got a career and and gets and gets. Taken out by a divorce, um, and that's really yeah. sad. Yeah, exactly. That's very sad. But it is relevant now, and um, some people are not waiting for the kids to leave uh, home before they do this. Um, and I, I probably—I I don't know. You know, I've been through one of these divorces. It's—it's um, it's, there's positive and negative for everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I just—I just feel that when you do get divorced, and your kids are older. They can understand more than right. when they're 12 or 11 or 8 or 9. I don't really understand why dad's going or why dad comes every two weeks, and I don't like his new friend, right? Um, <laughs> and I don't feel comfortable there, and it's not nice. And and you're okay because you you don't even see it because you're so in the honeymoon phase or in the phase of uh, of with your new relationship, and it's the kids that suffer, and. Um, one of my big things when I do counselling um, is I said, please just look after the kids. You know, just please look after their emotional being and and make sure that they're okay and make sure they understand what's going on as far as possible. Yeah. And these great divorces uh, happen because uh, people are making decisions now. And um, uh, you know, th- this is a big one. I mean, Bill Gates. Yeah. That's a biggie. <laughs> yes. That's a biggie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we yeah. know. So I have yeah. to ask you, relationship counseling seems to have a stigma yeah. of being the last straw. Yeah. I mean, yeah. is it is it typically too late for most couples when they come to you?
3: Ah, funny. I find I find sometimes it is. I, I think I think people leave it too long and and the horse is bolted and 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 then they come and seek some advice. Or you can you can be in a in a situation where somebody catches it early and says listen you've got a problem you've got to sort something out between the two of you go and see somebody um and and they'll and they'll go off to to a psychologist and and go or a counselor but generally i think people have made the decision um inside or they know what they're doing but they're just doing it to appease the other person or to say look i really did try but you know it didn't work mm-hmm. so i think yeah i think i think sometimes you get to you get there too late because we don't want to expose our 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 home issues to a stranger possibly mm-hmm. and and men are bad about this as well men men don't like talking about this to uh to another person um in general i'm not saying everybody of course but in general men don't really want to go and talk to somebody and they'll sit there with their with their uh, hands in their face and yeah, 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 and they won't really talk. Right. Um, and then they get home and they've got everything to say. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I think, yes, I think they, they're going to that relationship counselor too late. And I think we should be teaching kids in school already about relationships and how things work. And I, you know, and money and all of the stuff that goes on that causes relationships to break up. I think we should be teaching our kids this.
0: Yeah. Um, and and I'm going to ask you about that and what are the, what are some of the main reasons relationships fail but I want yeah. to ask you in what ways can relationship counseling benefit a relationship early on
3: Well the, the obvious reasons would be um that you get out what's what your issues are um you get out the the if the counselor is skilled he'll will be able she'll be able to give you some homework to do and you guys go away and you do your homework and find out what's going on inside and maybe it's a maybe it's a, a child issue, maybe it's a, your inner child issue, maybe it's um maybe it's something that's very practical. Um you know, your your girlfriend has said to you, listen, you work too late and you work too too many hours and you work too long and 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 I want you to quit your job. And you're like, yeah. what? I studied ten <laughs> years to do this job, and it's my first job. And now you want me to quit my job? Um, and you know, the, you work through those kind of issues. So, yeah, I, I absolutely believe that that counsellors have a have a place, and they can make a difference. And I think the sooner you go, uh, the better.
0: Yeah, and that's my next question. So, when do you recommend couples first seek help?
3: As soon as you, as soon as you see a problem or alternatively another thing could be that you go to somebody and you say, listen, we just got together and um, we love each other dearly and and there are a few issues that we have and whatever, but we'd like to make our relationship better. And we need, we need a coach. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so for the next three months, we'd like to come and see you once every two weeks and um, coach us and ask questions. And I love that kind of idea. We 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 we're doing it up front. We're not right. waiting for the problems to come in. We're getting it. I think churches do this quite a bit. They yes. do counseling before marriage, um, and and I was on a TV program once, and I had a I had a pastor with me, and he and he really said something amazing to me. He said, he said, you know, people spend so much time organizing and getting ready for the marriage day, and no time getting married, getting ready for the marriage. Mm. Mm -hmm. which, which, which lasts maybe 30, 40 years. Right. Um, So, so that, that's, that's, that's my point. You know, I don't think there's a, uh, you can go anytime to see somebody, but the sooner you go, the better. Right. Especially when there's an eagle that's coming in and you really, you really want to save this, this relationship. You know, it's not a, it's not a something that you, that you care to throw away. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's something you want to save and then you'll do anything to save it. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I believe.
0: So what are the main reasons then relationships do fail?
3: Okay, well, there are a number of big ones. Of course, infidelity is one of them. Um, um, Falling out of love. You might love somebody and then you fall out of love. And that can happen as well. Uh, You just wake up one morning and, God, I I, I can't see myself spending the rest of my life with this person. I I like them a lot and I I do love them in in their own way, but I've just fallen out of love with them. Mm-hmm. The other one is um, other people's kids. Yeah, <laughs> blended family.
0: That's a challenging That's one.
3: A yeah, <laughs> it's a challenging one, especially if uh, if uh, the kids are, are are teenagers, and you know they can they can sabotage a seriously good a good relationship um, right. because um, couples don't quite know how to handle that. Right. They don't quite know how to handle um, the daughter being upset. And then what do you do? The daughter wants you to spend some time with her in the evening, just reading a book before she sleeps. And the wife says, why are you spending so much time there? Just let her sleep. It's fine. You know, I need some attention. Now. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a whole lot of things that can happen in, in that. And and um, the, the kids can work against you.
0: Yeah, it's an and, attention um, struggle. But also I feel like parenting styles start to clash yeah. too. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to get back I want to get back yeah. into that, but we're going to take a quick break. But everyone stay tuned for the weekly skinny up next. On this weekly skinny, I would like to talk about hair loss, also called alopecia. Although the average person typically sheds about 50 to 150 strands every day, there are several types of abnormal hair loss. In a recent article published in Allure by Jolene Edgar, titled, You're Not Imagining It, The Pandemic Is Triggering Stress-Induced Hair Loss, she says that dermatologists have noticed a major uptick in patients suffering from hair loss and the unprecedented level of anxiety caused by COVID-19 is to blame. She goes on to interview several dermatologists who say that although many have reported shedding a lot of hair as a result of having COVID-19, Those who did not contract the virus were still losing an unsettling amount of hair due to all of the stress and uncertainty. Even those who may have had COVID-19 and are still shedding hair, dermatologists stress that this is not a symptom of COVID-19, but rather a consequence of the viral attack and overwhelming stress it puts on the body. Papri Sakar, a board-certified dermatologist in Brookline, Massachusetts, said she didn't go an hour without seeing a patient for hair loss during this pandemic. She said these patients also included many primary care physicians, pediatricians, and allergists, all of whom were reaching out to her for their telogen effluvium. This is a temporary hair loss triggered by stress, anxiety, depression, or any psychological trauma. It means you can go from losing up to 150 strands a day to double or triple that. The trauma causes the cortisol levels to go up and in turn causes the hair to shift from the antigen phase or growth phase to the telogen phase or resting phase. And as Corey L. Hartman, Assistant Clinical Professor of Dermatology at the University of Alabama points out, it doesn't discriminate and affects all races, ethnicities, skin types, and hair textures. The shedding is described as quick and disastrous like a tornado. Aside from telogen effluvium, other types of hair loss have been increasing as well. Alopecia areata has also been arising during this pandemic. This type of hair loss is an autoimmune disease in which the cells in the immune system attack the hair follicles, resulting in hair loss, and androgenetic alopecia has also been cropping up, which is also called male pattern baldness, although it affects both men and women and is more permanent. Most dermatologists have been assuring patients during this time suffering from telogen effluvium that this too shall pass and their hair will grow back. For more severe cases, doctors have been conducting a pull test to measure the scale of hair loss and then sending off for blood work if necessary. Thyroid function is among the first to be evaluated, as well as deficiencies in vitamin D and B12, along with ferritin, which is a body marker of total body iron. Remedies include Rogaine, which is 5% minoxidil, which works to get all of the hairs into the antigen phase. PRP scalp injections, commonly referred to as liquid gold, can help support a healthier environment in the scalp. And then there's the shampoos, serums, and red light therapy. Not mentioned in the article, but the biggest remedy is managing one's stress levels, diet, sleep, as well as one's physical activity.
4: Family-owned since 1986, Stargazers, a unique metaphysical bookshop, offers a large selection of precious gems, jewelry, candles, sage, shamanic drums and rattles, oracle cards, incense, and more. Plus, you can find a variety of healing goodness from some of the best healers under one roof, such as tarot and oracle card readings, spiritual response therapy, data healing, and energy work. Located in Bellevue at 12727 Northrop Way, Suite 10, Stargazers provides a foundation for healing, ample wisdom, and resources for starting or continuing your spiritual journey. Stargazers, making sense of the stars and everything esoteric. For more information and store hours, go to stargazersbooks.com. That's S-T-A-R-G-A zer or call 425-885-7289. That's 425-885-7289.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Today I have the pleasure once again of having Jeff Kahn on my show. Jeff is a relationship counselor and international motivational speaker. So, Jeff, before the break, you were mentioning some some of the main reasons why relationships fail. Uh, mentioning yep. falling out of love and uh, blending families, what about illness?
3: Now, illness is a big one because um, um, you, you've got to be ready for illness. I mean, that's that comes out of love as well. But there's there's um, some people can't handle it. You know, it's um, it's it's never the problem that's the problem. It's the way you handle the problem that's the problem. Mm. And some people can't handle that. I mean, somebody gets paralyzed or gets cancer or becomes really really ill uh, or dementia or whatever it is and 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 these are difficult this is not the person you fell in love with this is not the person um, you know you 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 had this fantastic time with in fun but it's the person you learn to love and and so hopefully you stick with that person and you stay with that person and you look after them mm-hmm. um, as well as you can and for as long as you can and do whatever you can um, and and that's love and that's a relationship. Okay, but yeah, but practically, there are people who can't handle it, mm-hmm. and and they don't know how to handle it, and um, and and it can cause a problem, and it obviously, can break up a relationship in that way, um, especially if it's, a right. um, if it's mental illness. Right. If it's mental illness, there's a <laughs> you you've got a different person living with you, and um, and it's not that easy, and and. Really, my advice, if it gets really really bad um, on on the mental side is is people you know need to get professional help. Right. you are not a trained professional. you are not a trained person to handle a mentally ill person. and you try because you 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 love the person, but you, you're not you're not qualified to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so some people struggle to say, look, I've I've got to get this person put into a home or I've got to get professional help and do it. Don't feel guilty because you're doing the best thing for you and you're doing the best thing for that person because you can you can quite easily have a breakdown having to handle somebody like this. I mean, one of my clients the other day had had this thing and and he threatened to shoot her and him and he was he was losing it and he had to go into a facility. Right. Um, and she had a she had a, a breakdown a year before trying to handle this person that is changing and and evolving into or not evolving but becoming somebody that was really really difficult to live with hmm. um, and dangerous.
0: Yeah, and then like you so, said, you, um, yeah. you need to seek outside support.
3: Absolutely, I'm hundred percent. Whatever you do, whatever you have problems with, seek outside help, professional professional outside help. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you also yep. find that um, relationships tend to fail when people discover who they really are?
3: Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I, you, know I, you know, I don't. I, I think if they go off on a tangent, um, <laughs> then, it, then it's then it's some, then it's something. You know, I've just dis- I yeah, you know, I've discovered that I'm this fantastic golfer. And I think I should be on the golf course every day. And I think I should be Saturday mornings and and championships once a month or whatever it is, and go off on the European circuit, mm. um, and and leave <laughs> leave you behind. Um, of course, it can it can, right. it can cause that. Or somebody grows. Right. Uh, you know, we must we must let our partner grow there's no doubt that we've got to have our own goals and each one in that partnership is an individual that needs their own goals and their own wins and whatever. And you need to support each other, but you also need common goals. You also Mm -hmm. need that golden band in the middle between, between the two of you that says, this is our joint goal, but I want you to be amazing. I want you to be the best you can be. I mean, and a lot of people can't do that. Um, Right, because and it goes into their,
0: the attachments there, <laughs> the clinginess, right? The cl- so.
3: clinginess and and jealousy creeps in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's this, per- there's this person now who's who's gregarious and, and great at a party, and everybody loves the person, and she's fantastic, and she's looking great. And the guy says, well, I don't want you to look so great. You know, I'd like you to put on a bit of weight, not put makeup on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stay home a little bit. Um, Going yeah. out with the girls, I'm not so sure I like that idea. And then, boy, you're going to lose that relationship.
0: Yeah, exactly. So what yeah. can couples do to fortify their relationship?
3: I, I think we, we actually spoke about it. I, I think communication is is the number one um, ingredient for a fantastic relationship. Um, having To be able to say to somebody, I feel great today or I feel amazing today, um, and I want to take you with me on this journey today because let's go for lunch or let's do something. I think communication, and, and if I'm, if, if you get into the communication habit, um, you're able to uh, get out what you're feeling, whether it's negative or positive, you're able to say how you feel, and in any relationship, whether it's a friendship or it's a marriage or it's a, a business relationship or it's whatever at work, if you can say how you feel and not get... Uh, attacked for that um, I think that's an amazing thing okay. um, you don't lose a lot of friendships and you don't lose a lot of relationships uh, if you can talk to somebody and not be judged and it's a lot healthier too attack. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so is this that's part nice. of your uh, ring of fire workshop teaching uh, couples how to fortify their relationship
3: yeah my ring of fire workshop I, I love that workshop because um it's it's in two parts and and the first half uh, I'm teaching people about behavior. Um, the psychology of behavior. So, so you've got somebody that's uh, extremely analytical and extremely logical. So, if they're going on holiday, as an example, um, they will work out exactly what time we're leaving, where we're going, who's fetching us, where we went, what time we're getting there, uh, which hotel we're staying in, what what exactly, and what time we're coming back, who's fetching, all the detail. And then you've got somebody that's completely expressive, and and says, "Let's go to Paris tonight." You know, uh, uh, we haven't planned anything. No, let's go to Paris. And these are opposite people. Or you get somebody who says, we're going out to dinner tonight and be ready at seven. And there's another person who says, but I've got a bingo night tonight or I'm seeing my mates tonight. Um, Yeah, yeah, No, no, just cancel it and we're going to dinner. That's it. And those are also opposites. So I teach people in that ring of fire how the, the behavior and the psychology and the science of behavior. The next, the next uh, part of that seminar is is teaching people how to spice up their life um, from a from a sensuality and a sexuality point of view, hmm. and and because I believe that if, if a couple is is really good sensually together, um, th- there's so much that can go wrong that won't affect that couple because they are they are connected. And they're connected physically and sensually. and and so I try and help people spice up their life a little bit and find ways of doing it. Um, and uh, that's 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 my seminar, the workshop. Uh, it's in two in two phases like that on the same night, and I have it in a beautiful area, and I have candles, and mm-hmm. I have a glass of wine, and we talk about things. And the couples love it, absolutely love it. And- um, because um and it's a place to talk about things that you wouldn't normally talk about you know Mm um um, so you know i talk about dressing up a little bit i talk about um how to create an environment at home you know one of the things if you can create an environment no I, i i don't believe in lights okay but i do believe in candles and i do believe that every home will never have enough candles (laughs)
0: <laughs> I agree and
3: having a candle yeah I'm sure absolutely <laughs> and I know you spiritual I, but I, I I really believe that you can set a theme in a home just by putting on candles and switching the lights off mm-hmm. and and guys here's a here's a here's the thing for the guys please don't come home after work and the wife's had the kids on the arms and these and, and the ones got sick on her shoulder and whatever and expects essential evening. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work <laughs> Like like flipping okay. a switch. <laughs> you no, know, we don't flip switches. You know, the girls hate that. Mm-hmm. You know, the girls say no, I hate that when that happens. <laughs> what does he think? You know, he thinks he can just uh no, there's no switches. It, it you know, you your 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 sensuality and your your foreplay and all that starts, you know, on the on the, the The time after your last connection with your wife, you know, you you, um, or your girlfriend or your relationship, um, it's ongoing. Hmm. Um, And you've got to be aware of the other person's sensitivities and you've got to be aware of the other person's feelings and how they're doing at work and are they okay? Are they stressed? You know, stress is a big thing as well. Stress can take out a lot of stuff and make it look really bad, but it's actually just stress um and so you need to take some of the stress away or the, the, and money is a big thing money stress also causes huge problems in relationships yeah and uh, yeah. you know if money is stress uh, money is a stress and then there's stress and then there's no sensuality there's there, there's no connection there and then that goes and then all of a sudden you're on a downhill spiral um, and yeah. that's that's why I believe that sensuality and sexuality is absolutely vitally important for every single couple in a relationship.
0: That's that's great. <laughs> and then also yeah. so you you had mentioned sensuality is the key to maintaining a healthy sex life. What else would you
3: recommend? Yeah. Maintaining a healthy sex life. Mm-hmm. I, I think also, once again, that communication thing comes out. Talk about um your fantasies talk about your your things try new things with your partner um try and have uh, you know definitely have a date night um even if it's you know once a week um uh, you know d- d- kids to the to granny and and away they go and you guys go out on a date and have your date night i know couples that that have a date night and um they only fetch the kids the next night um, they th- that's it. Once a week, they do that. I know mm-hmm. couples that walk around a garden together, hand in hand, every single night, around about five thirty or six o'clock at night, after after you know uh, work, and they had twenty minutes to relax, and then they walk around the garden, holding each other's hands and telling them to each other about their day.
0: Mm-hmm. But then I also
3: so. know somebody <laughs> that doesn't want to hash their day. They don't want to talk about their day. They, they, they've had their day now. They want their home life. They don't want to. They don't want to say what happened during the day. Right. They separate. Um, so it, once again, communicating and saying, "Listen, I really don't want to talk about my day. I want to cut off. I want to walk across the threshold and put my work aside, have my family life, have a break, and then tomorrow I'll hit it again." But um, you know, and, and you don't know this without communication, right? Not talking.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah.
0: But with that we're going to take another break but everyone stick around for more love from the hip
1: the passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space compassion and especially someone who works across the veil allow sakura sutter multi-dimensional channeler and intuitive medium to be your spiritual guide with the other side no matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process Or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing, so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R dot com.
2: protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakura-skin-and-mind.com.
4: Family-owned since 1986, Stargazers, a unique metaphysical bookshop, offers a large selection of precious gems, jewelry, candles, sage, shamanic drums and rattles, oracle cards, incense, and more. Plus, you can find a variety of healing goodness from some of the best healers under one roof, such as tarot and oracle card readings, spiritual response therapy, data healing, and energy work. Located in Bellevue at 12727 Northrop Way, Suite 10, Stargazers provides a foundation for healing, ample wisdom, and Resources for starting or continuing your spiritual journey. Stargazers, making sense of the stars and everything esoteric. For more information and store hours, go to Stargazersbooks.com. That's S-T-A-R-G-A-Z-E-R-S Books.com or call 425-885-7289. That's 425-885-7289.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm Spiritual Hypnotherapist, Master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you are just joining us today, I have the great pleasure of having Jeff Kahn on my show. Jeff is a relationship counselor and international motivational speaker. So, Jeff, red flags—should we look for them? Yeah. Do you believe in them?
3: <laughs> well, I think we can. I think, yeah, you bring—you're going to bring up stuff from from your past. I think when you look at red flags, sometimes mm. um, somebody does something that reminds you of what your ex did. Uh, that's a red flag. Um, that could be something somebody raises their voice or something that's a red flag to you or somebody just starts coming home a bit later and smelling of uh, wine or that could be a red flag. Um, I, I, yeah, you know, and or behavior changing or, you know, infidelity you were talking about, that's a big thing. And there are lots of red flags around that. Um, people's behavior does change. Yeah. And um, I think um, we can't ignore that. No, we can't ignore that. But we also mustn't look for ghosts.
0: Yeah. So that that <laughs> was. So you kind of mentioned that. So putting the past on another person, I find I find I have a lot of friends who have dealt with that. What do you have to say yeah. with that?
3: Okay. So first thing is that that it takes eighteen months uh, to get over a relationship um, from a from a divorce or a or a, a solid relationship that's been together for a while. Let's say okay. Let's say two three years, and you break up. And it's and it's it's really it's been rough. And it takes eighteen months for you to find yourself again, uh, according to psychologists. Hmm. So so we boys we don't we don't listen to those psychologists. You see, we <laughs> we break up and immediately we've got to have another girlfriend on the weekend. Otherwise otherwise we we we're going to lose it. You know, we're not going to be a we're not going to ever be in a relationship again. So so we make big mistakes. And we dive into stuff. And not only boys, I think the girls as well. Yeah. We dive into something um too quickly um instead of being single for a while and just finding yourself and getting yourself sorted and and download loading the spirituality and all the all the things that you need to know about yourself and meeting up with friends again that you couldn't have when you were with a relationship and you're making new friends i absolutely believe that we jump into the next relationship too quickly mm. and uh that is a problem as well yeah mm-hmm.
0: And then, what about infidelity? So, is there any way back oh. from that? Uh,
3: for, for me, and and for most of the people I speak to, and um, the, the people I've counseled, there, there is no way back. Um, I, I really don't think um, most people will allow, unless there's exceptional circumstances. There could be exceptional circumstances. Um, I can't think of any at the moment, but. Yeah. So I, i don't think people can can because trust is everything and once you lose the trust you lose everything um trust uh, trust is everything um i teach sales and and you know if if people don't like or trust you they're not going to buy anything from you And same in a relationship as well you know if you lost the trust you'll look for ghosts everywhere you'll look for reasons why you thought this person um, is having an affair, or is is doing something that shouldn't be doing? Now, would you so say there's
0: stuff. yeah? Now, would you yeah. say there's a difference though if it's emotional versus physical? Because you hear about that all the time too. Yeah,
3: yeah. Em- emotional, well, emotional, it, emotional. Starts sometimes it, it starts emotional. I mean, some people said to me that day, uh, is texting somebody um, uh, of the opposite sex on, on uh, is is that a cheating? And I, I said to them, "Well, I don't know. It depends what's being texted. Right. Um, but I think if you're connecting with someone and you're hiding it from your partner, um, because it's someone you, ca- you you sort of fancy or whatever, it is, then it's cheating. Mm-hmm. If it's a friend, and you know you're like allowed to have your own friends. Uh, you know, everybody. You know, you must give freedom in a relationship as well. You got to be, and you got to trust the person. Right. When the red flags come up, you're starting not to trust." And then that's a red flag on its own, you know.
0: (laughs) All the red (laughs) flags.
3: (laughs) Oh, just yeah. Yeah. They're there. They're there. there. You know, your gut is your second brain. Right. And your your gut, uh, your gut will tell you if you, if you need to look at those red flags and unfold them and have a look what's inside there. Yeah.
0: So, what about self sabotage? Is this a common one that you come across? And how do you recommend one get around that?
3: Well, you know, self-sabotage, give me an example of what you're talking about, self-sabotage. Give me an example of of what you mean by that.
0: Um, A relationship that's going really well and you're not used to that. (laughs) So you're waiting (laughs) for the red flags. (laughs) You're waiting for the foot to drop. Yeah. Yeah,
3: just don't. You know, Mm -hmm. just don't. I mean, you can change your life in a second by making a decision. And similarly, with these kind of things, you can say, look, okay, so... I love this guy uh, or this girl, and sure, I, I, this is too good. I don't know. Something's going to go wrong somewhere. It happened to me four times in my past, and something's going to go wrong. Just say no. Just say I'm not going to entertain the thought. I'm taking that thought out of my mind. I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm going to live one day at a time, and then one week at a time, then a month at a time, and I'm just going to get my habit of looking for those, for those ghosts, or looking for those, waiting for that thing to happen that always happens to me. And when you talk it out, it happens. If you bring it into the universe, it happens. I don't even speak it, think it. Just enjoy the moment, and just just be thankful that you were given this person that is so awesome in your life. Yeah. And um and, and enjoy every second. You know we, you know life's so short. You mm-hmm. know, we, we we need to enjoy our life, um, uh, and we need to we need to be happy. And if we're happy, we're successful. Absolutely <laughs> happy, we're successful.
0: So would you recommend then we provide space for that person to show us who they really are?
3: Absolutely, 100%. If you can give that gift of love by giving freedom and allowing people to grow, you know, if you stop someone's growth, you will lose them. So, so you, need to, you need to allow growth and you need to help with the growth, but you need to get it back as well. So not only giving you, you're going to take some of that, some of that understanding and that somebody pushing you to do better. Um, it's the absolute gift of of a friendship, a relationship, and love uh, mm-hmm. is to make somebody else really grow and become who they should have been in the first place. And
0: then you grow because together. most people don't. Yeah, yeah.
3: Then- Absolutely, and 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 synergy.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, you
3: become synergistic. You're better together than you were apart, and that's <laughs> what you're working for. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah. so Jeff where do you hope to grow from here
3: uh, well, I've got so many places I want to visit I want to see my kids my kids are in uh, in Los Angeles I'd, I'd like to do some more radio shows I'd like to do some things I I want to travel a bit more I want to go to Eastern Europe and do some motivational speaking um, there's so many things uh, I'd really like um, you know to to expand on my relationships with people and uh, yeah you know just 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 leave a legacy of, of somebody that is, has made a difference, and that's really where I want to go.
0: That's lovely, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. You're a mover Thanks and a shaker. You
3: can you organize that for me? <laughs>
0: right on it, right on it. Okay. All right. So, yeah, all right. so, Jeff, how can my listeners contact you or learn more about you?
3: Okay, so, so Facebook would be a good place. Um, I'm on Jeffrey Ernest Kahn, I'm on um. DEFCON International, uh, and I'm on Relationship Doctor on Facebook. So there are three places that you can go to. Um, and just uh, leave me a note, you know, and, and I'll get back to you. Uh, we'll write or we'll, uh, we'll do emails. So uh, um, I'll give you my email address when, uh, when I speak to the people.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you again yeah. for being here today.
3: Well, it's wonderful to be with you and, and, uh, and, and the listeners. And, uh, and thank you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I thank you once again for the invite. Um, it, it's a big growth thing for me today. Um, I'm really glad to be with you. And uh, I wish you and everybody uh, a fantastic uh, day head, and uh, a wonderful month uh, in the fit now. And uh, thank you for the invitation.
0: Wonderful. Thank you again. And thank you to Eric, my brilliant producer, and you, the listener. You can find me at sakura Really love the show. Don't be shy. Drop me a line at sakura at Stay kind out there. Stay true to you. And don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya.
5: A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory. At Rory Reich.com. That's R O R Y R E I C H dot com.
2: URA skin